Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly, Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. Hello, welcome to the Wobizzle podcast for female freelancers and solopreneurs. I'm Michelle. And I'm Melissa. And we're here to help you thrive in a career where you set the terms. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Wobizzle Podcast, an interview with your nerdy best friend, Beth C. I'm doing the intro solo today because someone, namely me, forgot to press record on the first few minutes of the interview. In spite of that, we have a fun and informative episode ahead as Melissa and I interview Beth Z of Your Nerdy Best Friend. Now, I met Beth several years ago when she was the keynote speaker at a regional Chamber of Commerce Executives Conference, and she made quite the impression. Beth is a technology and app guru and a whole lot of fun. Some of the tools that Beth has recommended over the years have changed my life and made my work so much more fun and efficient. She can do the same for you. Check the show notes for links to the tools Beth talks about in the episode. Here we go. Beth, Michelle has spoken about you often. Where was it that we went in Des Moines? Was that ACCE? Yes, we were at ACCE. And I think yeah, I, Michelle's like the best, the best presentation I've ever seen. Beth C, blah, blah, blah. Talked about all these apps I need to check because you recommended them. So I'm I'm pleased to finally meet you. I've been hearing about you for years. <laughs> oh gosh, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. And I have many stalkers like, I mean, friends. like (laughs) uh, You've had to do quite the pivot over the last year from an in-person business model and you're speaking your presentations to more of an online presence. How challenging was that? Were you moving in that direction anyway? Well, truth is I rarely did webinars. I did, you know, I have 60 to 70 speaking engagements a year or I have Mm -hmm. had in the past. And I only did like one webinar every three months. And the main reason was because I didn't trust anybody's Wi-Fi but mine and anybody's setup but mine. And I wanted to be Mm -hmm. sitting in this house knowing that I had done as much as I possibly could to make it smooth and knowing that I had orchestrated my background, the lighting, everything, and doing it from a hotel room with maybe iffy Wi-Fi mm-hmm. freaked me out. So I, I rarely did them. Mm-hmm. And uh, at first, my translation, because, you know, I had, I think I had 30 or so engagements on the books when the world started shutting down. It was just this dominoes, everything closing in on starting March 13th. And I was at first, first of all, a lot of people just postponed. They're like, we'll have it in June. Don't worry. Gotcha. So, you know, it was short term postponing and then it was longer term. And then they made the decision to bring it virtual. So most of my gigs just poof disappeared. So that was, you know, everything fell apart in the first month. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting the people who had I got two types of people. Number one, the people who shifted to online and just took everything they had and stuck it online. And then uh, I had a group of people who were like, oh my gosh, my people need something. 
do something. And then, so I had those two groups coming back to me and starting to do things. And at the beginning, I was just translating, doing my keynote, sitting mm-hmm. down at the camera, which is how I had all, always done webinars before. Mm-hmm. Since then, probably about June, July, August, mm-hmm. I discovered a whole new world of basically their streaming and video game streaming type tools that people use to be more engaging. So I have a tool called a stream deck which has buttons you can push for, you can set them up for anything and I can set them up on the fly. So that's Stream Deck, which is right in front of me here. And that's why I can go. Oh, that. I have it all set up for all these sound effects, all these special effects and overlays that can be on my face. My, My face is moved to the side and my PowerPoint's are shown on the screen with me. And then I can show the the websites I'm talking about with my face to the side. I can have special effects and special transitions to go from one scene to another. And people are playing around with this. And instead of taking a keynote and putting it in a small box with people in small boxes, Mm -hmm. we are recreating, we as a, a whole of the people who are playing with these things, we are recreating what it means to have a program virtually. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. So Stream Deck, does it integrate with other apps or is it a standalone app? So it, Stream Deck itself, you can start off with, you can get the app mm-hmm. and you can put it on your iPhone or your, your phone, your mm-hmm. iPhone or your iPad. And then it's, it's just all these buttons that you can program. So I have, I bought the physical device, which was a couple $300. I've invested probably, I bet you $2,000 in equipment, everything from high-end cameras to different software, things like that, that, that adds to what I'm doing. But Stream Deck, that's me tapping it, is a device okay. also that you can have either six buttons on or something like 18 buttons on. And I bought the big one. That is more 36 buttons, 30 something. My math's not there, but my stream deck is. <laughs> then I can program all of these different setups. So stream deck is not just for this kind of setup, mm-hmm. but that's how I use it. It can also control your computer. For example, if you're forever bringing up Microsoft Word. You can make a button that says bring up Microsoft Word, or you can make a button that does three things like open Microsoft Word, open your Chrome, all the things you would open first thing in the day. Mm -hmm. So I use Stream Deck to hook into a tool called eCAM, E-C-A-M-M. Now eCAM is Mac only, but there are several competitors that are similar. There's OBS, Open Broadcaster Software. That one's free. Ecamm is a couple hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. There's one called MM. It was made by the people from Evernote. They said they named it that so you could say it with food in your mouth. There's one called ManyCam, M-A-N-Y-C-A-M. Even a Logitech camera, which is what I'm using here, the higher ends will come with its own software. And that allows you to create layers of different things on your regular picture. 
So with a Logitech camera, I could bring that layer and another camera in. So I've got one, two, three, four cameras right here, and I'll probably add another one back behind me. And it just adds perspectives and layers. I tell you, we've been zooming ourselves to death. And so the sound effects, the special effects, the overlays, the making the points by pushing a button, like I have something I say, write this down. And I have a button that I push where all of these overlays of people writing stuff down pop up. Wow. And it, just, it makes a big difference in the presentation rather than here's another slide. Let me share my screen. Oh, I've pivoted it is with technology. We've done some webinars over the past year and it's for a, for a speaker. I know it's exhausting for the audience when it's just a slide. Here's another slide. Here's another slide. But for a speaker, it's exhausting too, because if you're the kind of person that plays off the audience, which I know you are, you know, you let, you get energy from the audience and seeing the people and it's, it's, you have to have something to replace that to give you the energy to keep pushing that advance button <laughs> and giving your knowledge. So, wow, well, that's really cool. I hadn't heard of any of those things. Oh my gosh, I've got to have that. My yes. life has changed. Yay! You are absolutely right. <laughs> she has all the sound effects ready. She's got all the ones we need. All of them. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to order this thing. So a lot of our freelancers, our solopreneurs in the audience, there may be some folks that are struggling with work from home. What other apps do you have that might be able to help people? Well, it, it, it's tough to generalize that because you've got people out there who uh, do work with a team and you've got people out there who do it part-time with a dog on Tuesdays, right? So you don't necessarily have, some of the collaboration tools are fantastic, but if you don't have anybody to collaborate with, it's, it's just kind of sad. Mm -hmm. right? So some of the things, one of the things that I, I want to emphasize is learning how to focus. There are several tools that help you in that category. I use a tool on my browser, on my Chrome browser called Stay Focused, and it's missing the E, so it's focused right <laughs> there. Uh, and it will help me block out those sites. I don't know about you, but there's a couple of things in the news that I've been a little addicted to lately. And these <laughs> are time sucks. Oh, yes. yes. Really big things are happening that affect me and my family. And we're in a global pandemic and oh my God, what else could happen? I don't want to jinx us because we have as much as has needed to happen, especially for this year already. So using stay focused will keep me out of that news hole. Mm -hmm. Can we really stay away from things like that? Can Facebook, you know, can we stop watching Facebook? These are things that we as solopreneurs, we as women who are trying to get our stuff together, need to really get a hold of. Mm -hmm. Get that work done, especially if you're working from home or you're doing this on the side or you have a very precious amount of time to do this. You need to grab hold of that time and make sure that time works. So there's a, there's a study that says that if we are working and we are interrupted, it can take up to 23 minutes for us to get psychologically back to where we were. 
Mm -hmm. So you, as a person who wants to get ahead, as a person who wants to get your life together and you're organized, you have to reclaim those, those precious hours, that one or two hour block where you have to not only reclaim it from the people and the, and the things in your life that are, that are clamoring for your attention because you're such a leader in your home and, and in your community, but from yourself to get away from those those time sucks that that are really draining us right now. Oh, it's so true. I mean, Michelle was my app the other day when she said, don't overconsume the news because she knows that I'm hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. So how does stay focused, how does stay focused work? So stay focused is one of those sites and there are several of them like this that you put on, like, let's say I don't need, Facebook is a tough one for those of us who have small businesses because we we have to be engaging on our pages mm-hmm. to, to stay that. But let's say I need to cut Facebook out during regular business hours because I just keep getting sucked into everybody's cute baby and political <laughs> view. Um, <laughs> so you can, with Stay Focused, you can say, okay, I'm going to limit my... I'm going to block this site and I'm going to block that site and I'm going to block that site. But that means I'm giving myself 10 minutes a day to spend on all of these sites together. Mm. So I can check Facebook and I can check the news and I can find out if Kim Kardashian is still with Kanye or what have you. But it gives me that little bit. But then if I run over the time, it says, eh, shouldn't you be working is a humorous little tool. And that's why I like it. Cause if you try to inch up that, that 10 minutes, it says, are you sure you want to do this? This whole app is just to make you not waste your time. Are you sure you want to waste some time? And then I always click, yeah, you're not the boss of me. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, you're only hurting yourself and the kid that gets an electric shock every time you click. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I can't hurt a kitten. And so it's just a little game. It plays with your head mm-hmm. to help you think about it for an extra second. There's another one on the phone. We pick up our phone apparently between 151 and 221 times a day or something ridiculous like that. So on your phone, there's an app called Forest, F-O-R-E-S-T. And you kind of make a deal with yourself. You just say, hey, I'm going to not pick up my phone for two hours. I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to not pick it up. And then you turn on forest. And while you're leaving your phone alone, a tree grows. And if you pick up your phone too soon, you kill the tree. Oh, oh, that's that's like driving an electric car. My husband has an electric car. And if you you drive real sensible, you're growing the leaves and the leaves. But if you drive like an asshole... Yeah, but it just Kill all your leaves die. I've been in and I have to hold on to that tree. Like I have to, oh, I'm gonna get this one for sure. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. And it's just that little game. Of course, you're not killing kittens or killing trees. You're not. No. But it just makes you think a half mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. For those of you who haven't watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, I oh. highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh it's nauseating but enlightening because it'll help you understand that not everything you're doing is your fault. These tools were manufactured for addiction. 
mm-hmm. because the more you're on there, the more money they make. And I'm not trying to make them out completely as villains because they didn't set out to change a whole country or a world. Mm-hmm. What they ch- set out to do was to encourage you to come back because the longer you stay on there, the more money they make. Right. So they have tricks that you have no idea. Their algorithms, their tricks, their notifications, all that. So if you take your phone and you use things like Forest and you turn off all your notifications and you don't let it ping and pong and ding and dong at you, you're going to be able to reclaim some of that precious time if you use it correctly. Or you're going to be able to reclaim that time that you need to stay more organized and get more focused. What what other apps do you have up your sleeve? I'm really, I'm taking copious notes. Yes. Well, I heard about this app because I've been talking about it for years and I don't know if you've implemented it yet, but it's time. This is LastPass. You need to have a unique, unguessable password for every single site you visit. I think I said way back when it could be that passwords are going away, but they're not. And they're not going to go away for several years. And we have some additional security measures, but they're still there. And we still suck at them. We do. You do. And you do. (laughs) I don't even know y'all that well yet, but I can guarantee you, you don't do it well. Because nobody does. Nobody does. It's true. Oh, my husband's the worst. Although he, he does probably have a unique password for every site, but he can't remember any of them. And so that's why last last pass would really help him. Yes. Tell tell everybody what if for those who don't know, tell tell them what it does. So LastPass is a password management tool. There's LastPass. There's the number one, one password. There's a uh, dash lane. Those are kind of the top three. And what it does is it, it, gives you you what LastPass is named for. It's the last password you're ever going to have to remember. And you have to remember this giant password to get into your vault. And then everything is saved in the vault. Not only that, but every time you go to a site and it, it you put in a password, it doesn't hear no yet. It'll say, hey, do you want me to save it? And I'm like, that's very nice. Yes. And then it might say, hey, this is pathetic. Let's change it. And it'll <laughs> I get those. Yep. It'll help you improve on your passwords. Repeatedly, we are finding out that huge username password combo dumps are happening. And the bad guys have all of these and they use them for combos back and forth. Have y'all ever talked about porn on this show or will I be the first? You'll be the first. The reason why I'm talking about porn is because there's there's some really horrible people going out there doing what they call uh, sextortion emails. And so you'll get an email that says, obviously I know your user, your email, because I just wrote to you and I know your password. It is this. And I have put software on your computer that videos you when you are watching porn. I'll let that sink in for our, for our (laughs) listeners. Well, it videos you while you are watching porn and because I have access to your computer and everything in it I will send it to your boss and your family and everybody else to show them videos of you watching porn now here's what happens yes that you recognize that password because that is the password you have been using for six years or you that's your casual password and you've got your serious passwords right and you're like what is happening and so you click on that button 
because you're like, I don't watch porn on this computer. And you click on it because you're like outraged. And that is malware. So they get people with the blackmail. And then they get people with malware once you click. And I say this not for the brilliant women who listen to your show. I say this for the brilliant women who listen to your show's parents. Are your parents aware of these kind of scams? Your parents have not the porn part. That's their business. They're old enough to do whatever they want to do. But are they are they aware? Because it's so concerning. I I got these emails and I'm like, oh my God, that is an old password. Do I have porn? Do I have old porn? Like what is happening? And and I was tempted. It freaked me out. And then I realized that it was okay. And the woman who was wrote to me, she said, I live in Utah. I am Mormon. I don't do any of this. And I got one of those. What is it? I'm like, it's a scam. And it's because they have those databases of username and passwords. And if you don't have a unique password for every site, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. And they know what triggers you. They know yes. what, what triggers emotion and, and what's most likely you're going to make you click, basically. And I want you to think about this not only because you're like, oh, I wouldn't fall for that. I wouldn't fall the, for the banana and the tailpipe. I'm not sure who among uh, your listeners will remember that from Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> um, but it's for the people in your life who may not be exposed to the daily reminders that we are doing bad things with our password and they have in their mind that they should be doing better, but gosh, dog it, they remember it. And so that's good. Like, by the way, my dad and my husband do not listen to me. My sister, I can tell you her password right now. Yeah. So I I've been talking about this for years. I've had seven people listen to me. I once guessed a password of a coworker because we had to, we were in a situation where the person could not be reached and there was something that we absolutely had to have and I was able to guess it and that's terrifying. I mean it wasn't it wasn't like one, two, three, four or something like that, but it was basically a word that I knew would mean something to them and a number. <laughs> and I'm not even a hacker, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I think that Michelle and I could enter into each other's accounts. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think I could still get into my ex-husband's accounts. We've been divorced for 20 years. I think I could still figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a hacker. <laughs> That's the worrisome thing right there. But here's another part of LastPass, and that, that grows on the, I could get into the old accounts. So my mom passed away from cancer. And it's not funny, but it was funny because she was dying. She was obviously at the at the end. And she was still conscious, bless her heart. Like she was all there, kind of. And none of us could walk up to her and say, hey, so mom, you want to give us those passwords to everything so that, you know, just in case we need them tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And none of us could do it. We couldn't bring ourselves to do it. But then she passed away and we didn't have them. And we didn't know, like one of them was her best friend from grammar school. And so we called her sister. We was like, was it Lisa? Was it Hannah? Was it... We couldn't get it right, and they locked us out, and then we couldn't get so the her iPad was bricked. Her we we were locked out of her email accounts, and LastPass will let you designate someone who can have access to your entire vault if something happens. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a 
another reason to kind of get those affairs in order and keep those passwords in a place that, you know, everybody has them. My brother-in-law just wrote me two days ago saying, I don't, I forgot the password for something we do for family pictures. Do you have it? And I'm like, of course I have it. Cause I would that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, I that's really especially like- important for like freelancers, solopreneurs. If you are doing everything in your business, like Melissa and I have joked before, it's like if something would happen to one of us, the other one would have to go on, you know, get into the computer of the other one and, and do the last billings and all this stuff because our husbands have no idea. No idea. They, have no idea. they don't know who our clients are, how to reach they them. They don't know where our money they, comes from. They don't wear, <laughs> they think it's magical. They, <laughs> they're just going to be sitting there waiting for the checks and their new checks aren't going to come right. because the bills can go out. So that's actually brilliant to, to be able to have a solution that, you know, can give you peace of mind if, if God forbid something would happen to you you'd meet your untimely demise that someone could be designated to do that. It's true. I give, I, you know, I keep my daughter updated on my alarm codes and where to find my life insurance information and all that stuff. This is just another level of. Yeah. Of security. You also, everybody can do this right now. You can go to Facebook and designate someone who can have a control of your account. If something happens, because we've all heard of, of the challenges of somebody passing away and then Facebook's like, show me a body. Not really, but you know, it's like a kind of kind of, and, and it's because they're protecting you because they're making sure that nobody gets control of your data, which is great. But for those of us who are already hurting for whatever reason, and you know, you're like, okay, well I have to inform people on Facebook or I have to talk to our friends or I've got to get into a bank account Mm -hmm. so that I can eat like, all these things are are things you don't talk about normally, but you can set things up in LastPass and Facebook and other places so that other people can have access if something were to happen. Right. Theory. This is so yeah. much fun. I would like I would like my Facebook account upon my untimely demise to self-destruct in grand fashion. Is there a way there could be one last post? You you need to research this for me, Beth, because there may be like something, some kind of plug-in or something that would just like send off this big, extravagant, you know, last oh, post. Oh, there are sites like that that let you put in not necessarily Facebook extravagance, but you can have all of these letters ready to go, emails ready to go to all the loved ones who have deceived you. No, just joking. <laughs> uh, who want to say goodbye to or whatever. And, you know, it, it deploys upon your death. Oh, wow. That kind of thing. And Google has it so that you can set it up that, like, if they haven't heard from you in a little while, they'll kind of prompt you. And then uh-huh. they'll prompt somebody you mentioned. And then they'll be like, she's dead. They're checking on you. <laughs> it's good to know somebody would be checking on me. You know, yeah. <laughs> if it has to be Google. They'll be like, hey, you haven't clicked on any ads lately. What's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> what What else? Is there anything else we need to know about? Any more app, apps out there that we need to know about? Make our lives better, easier, faster, stronger? Well, if you're not taking advantage of cloud storage, I think you're missing a big opportunity right now because, for example, I'm doing a lot with my social media manager. And so I have, I mail merged a year's worth of graphics for social media 
Wow. A whole year. So instead of like, you know, having to send them over to her or what have you, we're making use of both Dropbox and Google Drive Mm -hmm. for the massive transfer of graphics and video. And we're leaving notes for each other in, in Google Drive. And Google Drive, the free version is is limited, you know, it's, it's not as good as you want it to be, but the paid version is not very expensive. Like I just ended up today upgrading to two terabytes. I had a hundred megabytes, but because of all the video we're doing right now, it's blowing it away. So I upgraded to two terabytes. It's, it's a hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not making use of these cloud services that let you share documents and pieces and parts, you're really doing yourself a disservice because you're living in a small silo that you can't immediately distribute mm-hmm. when you need help and, and you need other people to give you a hand in growing. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like to use iCloud as well. I use Google Drive and Dropbox and OneDrive, but I like to use iCloud because that helps me have everything on all of my devices. Mm-hmm. If yeah, I have it on my desktop on one, I can hit it with anything. Very mm-hmm. fast, very easy. Mm-hmm. That, of course, is an Apple product. And Android and PC people get mad at me if I only talk Apple. So um, sure. uh, a- Android PC, Android PC. See, I'm just putting it <laughs> Make sure they know they're loved. Yes, they are loved. They are loved. In fact, there are more Android devices than Apple devices for phones. Because if you have an Apple phone, you have the Apple phone. You don't have a, a Galaxy Apple right. phone or a Samsung Apple phone. With, with Android, you could have a ton of different things. Mm-hmm. And they have a bigger market and they get madder. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they want their voices to be heard. Yes, yes. And they <laughs> want to be addressed. Anything else out there that, that we must know about? Well, there's one called Otter. Otter.ai is the site. And this mm-hmm. has transformed me with my sales calls and with my planning calls. Because what happens is, according to the Stress Management Society, during regular times, we can process about seven messages in a conversation mm-hmm. or at any given time. During stressful times, it goes down to three. And if we're hearing really important news, sometimes we only hear the headline or the last thing that was said. So Otter lets me record all of my conversations and it transcribes them live and records. Oh. And then I can just have a conversation with you and I don't have to be taking notes and trying to remember what the really important things that you are. Cause I filter things the way I want to filter. So you say, we want to talk about good apps and good food and cats. And I heard they want to talk about cats and that's what I write down because that's something that would be really cool to me. So I like all of it, by the way, and we haven't gotten food enough yet, but whatever. (laughs) So Otter will help get the whole conversation. It is transcribed. So when I finish conversation Mm -hmm. with Otter and I'm recorded it, I send it to Haley, my manager, and she's able to scan down through all the things we talked about before we actually started talking. And then she's got all the points and she knows what's important and pull it out. And you get 400 minutes a month free. So, okay, so it's a phone app. It's it's an app on your phone? 
Well, it doesn't work as well on the phone, actually. So okay. when I'm, it is on the phone, but it's really for face-to-face conversations. And since oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, you can't have it recording while you are talking. Right. Yeah. So okay. I just, I take my phone, I get in front of my computer, I put it on my computer and put the phone on speakerphone. And I always say at the beginning, I'm recording this. So I have the notes. Is that okay? And they say, Mm -hmm. sure. And then frequently I will send them the notes unless I forget to turn it off, which sometimes happens. And then it's 45 minutes of me eating and playing with the cat. (laughs) uh, The news. It's fascinating. No, that's, that's great. Especially Melissa and I are content writers among other things. And to be able to interview somebody, record it, which I often do, but then I run it through a separate transcription thing, or I listen to it myself. So this would come in super handy. Super I'm excited handy. about this. I have recorded everything. Now I went ahead and upgraded. Sometimes mm-hmm. I upgrade just because I want to support it and keep it alive, but it's $15 right. a month and mm-hmm. it gives me way more minutes than I'll ever use. But now I can upload a video that I have and other things to redo that content. So you can upload video too. That's great because I do a lot of video as well. I often have raw tape that I have to bring back and upload into a separate program and, and get that transcribed. If I could do it all in one, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I can. All right. I've, I'm getting quite the, the app. Yeah, I'm feeling do. organized already and I haven't even started downloading anything. I just can't wait. Well, I'll give y'all, and I don't know if this is something that everybody could use, but it saves me with all my video and audio stuff. I'll give y'all an extra tip. There is a tool called Descript, Descript, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T. And it's a tool that lets you upload your video or audio, but your video, it transcribes it. And then to edit it, you edit the words. It is taken hours off. You just delete the words and it's all gone from your video. And you can search through and find the conversation. You can rearrange things. I think it's a couple hundred dollars a year, but it has saved me hours. Well, and as we're moving into a form of more and more video, I mean, this is how we're communicating. This is how we're promoting ourselves and doing everything. This is wonderful. So you mentioned your videos, your weekly videos. I've been keeping up with some of those and I've noticed that there's sometimes or maybe always a joke at the end. So we can't let you go without telling a telling us a joke. Can you tell us a joke? Uh, well, that's a good question because I'm not sure. You notice that I bring in other people to tell the joke. So when you mentioned that you might want a joke, I said, okay. I have a joke and I told it in the video that I recorded today, but I told it wrong. So that may happen again. So here we go. Uh, In February, we celebrate National Periodic Table Day. And that is oxygen potassium with me. Okay. I'm sorry. That is all I have. Oh, Beth, 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 Beth. That was wonderful. And you were wonderful. We really appreciate you being with us and sharing your wisdom with our audience. And you can find Beth at yournerdybestfriend.com. And I assume they can subscribe to emails and such there as well. Yep. Or they can just text the word nerd to 66866. 
Thank you so much for everything. This has just been wonderful. I am a fan. I'm a super fan. Gosh, thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for joining us. And remember, keep moving forward. You've got this.